Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we empower, educate, and inspire mothers and sons to recognize, understand, and free themselves from difficult mother-son relationships. More on this podcast content can be found in Dr. Leslie's book entitled The Selfish Mother's Survival Guide. And you can get your copy today on Amazon. If you need to renew your mind, then you are in the right place. And now your host and mindset coach, Dr. Leslie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast on today. I am Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, and I am here to educate, empower, and inspire you on today. So today I have a special guest, Mr. C.S.S.S.R. Coleman. And so before we allow him to introduce himself, I'm going to pray us in so that we clear the airwaves so that we have a productive conversation that will help other mothers who are listening to this podcast on today. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. Father God, we just pray to rebuke any satanic or demonic forces that may try to come to hinder this conversation on today. Father God, I ask that you would grace our special guest with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to say what he has to say with clarity. And so we thank you, O oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, Mr. CSSSR, there you go. So welcome, Mr. Coleman. How are you today? I'm good, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us on today. So I just wanted to ask you, I see on your name, it says C-S-S-S-R Coleman. What does that mean? Is your name Kassar or <laughs> what is it? <laughs> uh, C-S-S-S-R Coleman means I'm a culinary specialist on a submarine and I'm a CB recruit. So it means my rank is an E1. You're an and E1. Yes. So submarine, what is, so that's Navy, right? Yes, ma'am. It is. And what does that mean? Submarine E1? That means sounds to me like you're doing something. Yeah. So as you can tell, I'm in the Navy and I'm in the submarine force. So submarine force is like an elite group within like within the Navy itself, with like the small percentage in the front line of every other thing you see, like battleships or like that. We'd be in front of them, make sure everyone's okay. So I am a part of that, help maintain and basically make sure if high morale is done in the ship so we can all function at a good pace. That morale is important. I went through ROTC in college and oh, yeah. that was a big thing we did. Yeah. yeah. motivated. I'm a highly motivated soldier. You need that. Yes, yes. Amen. So, you know, today we're here to talk about building mother-son relationships. And so I want to talk to you today more from the perspective of going into the Navy, because many of the young men that I work with have challenges with making decisions. And so I just wanted to focus on what made you go into the Navy? What was your turning point? What was going on in your life to make you say, I've got to do something different? I started as like, 
there's the fact that I was like going through every day, working, coming home, working, coming home every day and not seeing no improvement, not seeing nothing being done. Like I wanted a better outcome, but I was saying the same thing. So I looked towards like Army, Air Force, Navy. And out of those, like, out of those three, I chose Navy because like I don't want to be stuck at home and I don't want to be stuck in one spot. I actually want to, tra- I always want to travel the world so that and still work and still do something I have a passion for, which is cooking. So when I was in the Navy, and then when I went in there, they said, how do you feel about submarines? I'm a big person. I'm 6'5". You know, a 6'5 person not really going to fit in a small submarine, but six somehow five, I still got it. I was like, I'm a big guy, though. Everyone in the submarine force, they all say, like, why you chose submarines? Like, one person had faith in me that when everybody else had a doubt, like, I, I could do submarines. Like, that's something you can get through no matter what. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do this and that. So I use that as motivation. He got me through the submarine force, and I'm here now. So it's like, back to the point, it was like, just doing the same thing every day and expecting a different outcome is definitely an insanity. And I was not finna keep doing that for the rest of my life. I, I had to like, I had to put myself in a different, like, in a different point okay. of view. So oh, like- Oh, your screen is frozen. Okay. This internet kind of, it kind of was cutting you off a little bit. So since you have gone through your training, you feel like you're more of a man than you were when you went in, before you went in? I, def- I can definitely say yes, it for sure it does. It, it puts a callus in your mind so you could like get through, no, I promise you, going through boot camp and going through A school and submarine school, it calluses your mind. It pushes you through all the challenges you go through. Like, it matures you in a way that you wouldn't even expect. Like, I've really, I really evolved coming through the forces. I really evolved a lot. So it did mature me as a man. And like, it puts responsibility on my shoulders. Like, I could get this done. I need to get this done with no questions asked. No one has to tell me, oh, you do this and stuff like that. I can, like, I already know in the back of my head, I have to get this done. No questions. So, yes, it does. Mature as a no man. No excuses. At all. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, how did your family feel about, I should say, how did your mom feel about you going into the Navy? <laughs> I'll say my mom's roots. Because you are the baby boy. Yeah, I was. She was. She said, you can do anything else, just don't do Marines. <laughs> she was. She did not want me in the front like that, <laughs> front line. So I still found a way to get in the front line still. just She doesn't know yet. So she was rooting for me. She actually, she's proud of me that I actually chose. I'm finding something to do with my life. And I'm, I chose to actually serve my country, stuff like that. That's true. She has my back 100%. She, she, she supports me 100%, right? Amen, amen. So do you feel like having her support was very important? Because some people, some sons out here may not have their mother's support to go and do something that they feel would be productive for them. Do you think having your mother's support is important or were you going to do it whether you had her support or not? See, for me, I I joined the Navy for myself, to better myself. Having that support, it does, it definitely helps a lot. It does motivate you to keep pushing because you have that love and support back home that are right, you can get through this. Like, there's all there for you. But for me, I literally had to dig deep into myself and get myself out of the situations I was in and just motivate myself to get through it, though. Like, that mother that mother love and support, it does help. It does get you through a lot of things sometimes that you would, like, get, go through. Amen. So as far as your long-term goals, like just just having been in there and how do you feel other men can be impacted because there are some men out there there are some mothers out there 
who are trying to encourage their son to do something. They want their son to get some kind of career, some kind of something to do, because many of them are sitting at home on the couch, playing video games, not doing anything with their lives. And there are a lot of frustrated mothers out there. How can you encourage a mother to encourage their son to do something? Maybe like go to the Navy. That's a tough one, yeah. Get up, boy, and go to the Navy or something. Get up out of here. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, and it's just like... Is that the kind of motivation he needs? Yeah, it's like... I say it like this. You can't like really force him. Because going through there, it's a lot of people you go like you go to the Navy boot camp, you see a lot of people forced there. They don't want to be there. So like they'll slack off, but people actually like they was motivated. They had loves like like this will be better for you. I need you to like try to do Navy, Army, anything. For me, it was Navy. So like if you help them get motivated, help them stop being in the house, don't just like force them, yell at them, stuff like that, because that yelling stuff, it never helped me at all. Growing up, my parents stuff like that, it never helped me. Like, dumb yelling and stuff like that, it just made me get even more irritated and mad because, like, it's not, it's like you take your frustration out on me instead of trying to help me. So if you can make them feel like you're helping them instead of me, like, forcing them, and you say, hey, look, I think you should check this out. It's a good career plan. They can help you get through college because they do pay for your college. And I mean, everyone needs to go to college. Like, that's a, it's a, it's a, if, if it's free, it would really help you. So like laying that career path down and life down to like better yourself. Yeah, you should. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All you, right know what? <laughs> you said something very powerful just now because I really, through the grace of God, was just able to help save a family because I talked to the mother and the son. Talked to the son first. And he said, I hate when my mom yells at me. I hate it. He says, it just, she just starts yelling and we get nowhere. So I just shut down and I don't even want to talk anymore. Yeah. So throughout the conversation, I learned more, but that was one biggie. And I ended up telling her, your son does not like when you yell at him. And so... Part of the conversation when she went back to him and had the conversation because she wanted to salvage the relationship with her son, she didn't yell at him. She did not yell at him, but she did not realize the negative impact that it was having on him. So that yelling is a big, big thing. I'm so glad that you said that because a lot of mothers don't realize how negatively it impacts their son and makes them shut down about things it really does it yeah really does. so uh, did you feel the same way when they were yelling at you in the navy <laughs> no it's like know they yelled yeah they do want to yell <laughs> hydrate <That's... laughs> but they're we not hear, your mother we so you, hydrate, you know you can get yelled at in it you know? i mean that's a different type of yelling like they yell at you to like how to say it, how to say it. When your instructor yell at you, it's not because they're angry at you. It's not because, well, you, most likely you did something wrong or someone around you did something wrong. It's a whole part of team. It's a whole point of one, one team, one fight. But like when they yell at you, it's like to better you. It's to like make you not panic, we calibrate. Like if things hit the fan and you hear it blow a whole bunch of yelling, you don't lock up and freeze. So like dumb yelling is literally like preparing you for worst case scenario or anything that comes your way that you will still push no matter what and you'll get through it. 
So this is a way. When, when a mother yells, what is she yelling for? That's a, oh, that's a, that's a thought right there, though. So it, to me, like, it really depends, though. It's like, is it she depend like yelling she out of frustration? Because if you probably did something wrong and then she's yelling at you, or she's yelling at you, like, constantly yelling at you because, like, I guess she feels that's the only way she gets to you, or she take out her frustration out on you. So it really depends on the situation that they're going through. See, like, my mother yelled at me. It was out of tough love. Even though I didn't like it, though, I know she wanted the best for me, though. Know? She wasn't, like, yelling at me or trying to hit me or, like, abuse type of yelling or, like, a distraught type of yelling. It was yelling to, like, get me right. So, like, I took that to the Navy as in the same type of thing. Like, when I struck uh, yelling at me, it's like, they want me to get better, not just yelling because they're mad at me or something like that. Wow. That was very, very good. Very important points. It's it's really those simple things that make certain points profound because we take for granted that we know these things, but not all mothers know and not all mothers know the difference. And see, when you're there, it's not women yelling at you, is it? It's another man. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a woman oh, yelling. No women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess I was going with there's a lot of testosterone oh, yeah. up there. So you know it's a lot of oh, oh you know, trying to make oh, things yeah. happen. It is. So that is awesome. So do you have, as we prepare to close, do you have any words of wisdom that you would like to give to mothers to help them improve their relationship with their son you gave quite a few today but just one that maybe we didn't talk about yet i would say if you see a son or daughter like going through something don't don't neglect it like actually try to help them sit down talk with them don't don't just know oh, you'll be all right you gotta fight through like literally sit down talk to them have them tell you what's going on like what's going on in their head because that was like growing up i was never comfortable talking to my parents or my mom or my dad about stuff like that so even when I talk about it now, it's like, it's kind of often weird to me because I didn't grow up with that type of love. Like it was more like a tough love type of thing. So to avoid like future, can I say, <laughs> future problems like mentally, like be, have them be open with you now. So like when it comes, like they come across problems, it's okay for them to come talk to you about anything and everything. They don't have to hide anything from you. There won't be any troubles with anything at all. That's, that's really about it. Yeah. That's good. That's Good. So one last thing. So should they say, boy, you better let me know what's going on. You can talk to me. Let <laughs> me right. know whatever uh-huh. is going on. You can talk to me. Nah, it's not like that. It's like, just check up on them. You know, ask them, how you feeling? What's going on? Is everything okay? Like, only out of the blue, just ask them, like, how you feeling today? What's going on? Is anything happy to see you today? Anything you want to talk about? Just, like, constantly ask that. Don't try to force, like, yeah. don't, like, try to force them to tell you how they feel. Don't be demanding, just like show a soft love that you have, that you actually do have a soft spot for them and let them like come to you and talk to you. But they don't have to feel forced. Like, oh, I gotta tell her what's going on because she's like all in my business now. Like, try, try your best not to make them feel like anything is forced and they actually are loved. And it's okay for them to talk to you about anything and everything. I loved this episode. If that sounds like you, please consider helping someone else by rating, reviewing, and following the show. This helps us support more mothers and sons and move them toward the peace of mind they desire. 
And if you want to be a part of the DLI community, send us an email at info at drlesleyinspires.com and be sure to include your name and email address so that we can add you to our email list for updates. For additional resources, you can visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com.